Welcome back, friends. Uh, good to continue with you. Hope um, even just that you're taking this time, really uh, letting that be, letting that be enough. Um, I often say that when we're coming on to a you know sort of retreat environment, it's like we're making a transition out of. Uh, say fifth gear or going you know 80 miles an hour and suddenly we're kind of depriving the attention of all of its normal outlets and that's when we start to bump up against these feelings of of doubt of insufficiency um, of being in a hurry um, a lot of the analogies in the Dharma are really analogies of a lot of spaciousness and time cultivating uh, these qualities that um, need, uh, they need sort of a, a nurturing. Um, there was a question about using uh, sort of someone noticing a lot of masculine energy. So, um, you know, the internal energies don't come gendered, but there are ways in which we relate to them conceptually, you know, that, that the striving energy that um, many of us in modern society inhabit um, these forms of uh, the habits of, of controlling and uh, manipulating or doing something to the reality that we find ourselves in. And then the feminine uh, quality that we, this, this kind of term that we use is a much more Dhammic term, or it's found in these, in the Dhamma as um, really a quality of receiving, uh, feeling into things, allowing things to, to ripen, and I think for many of us and for, you know, for almost all of us, when we bring our, our interest even into the Dhamma, where we might be encouraged to set aside a lot of doing uh, energy and learning to simply trust the simplicity of being here, of allowing a quality that may be a bit more subtle and quiet to brighten in the heart and mind, that that can be difficult to sort of trust into. So then we start trying to do something to our experience. And this um, is oftentimes in our practice where we get doubtful, we're uh, not sure if we're doing enough. Um, and it can be hard then to simply trust in the benefit or the goodness of a quality that is more subtle or quiet. It doesn't come uh, really announced at first. It's not super bright. It's not obvious. And yet this is the very practice that the Buddha described as being that which leads uh, to full liberation, full awakening, because it is through awareness that we get to discover uh, what it is that we're experiencing we can discover the various ideas and views that are operating in our minds that have been conditioned 
right? By family, by culture, society, the time that we're in, the technological era that we are in. And so the mind has certain ways of, um, of being conditioned in, in terms of how it thinks and how it relates. And so again, uh, letting your attention just in a gentle way and be brought inside that that is a concept inside and outside not uh, they don't really exist in terms of consciousness but it can be helpful to feel the attention become more uh, turned inward towards the body and the mind helpful to use words or reminders like sort of inviting the body to relax, softening shoulders, And seeing if the face and the jaw can soften, sort of spreading out rather than contracting inward towards the center of the face. What does it feel like to sort of soften, opening energetically? In other places, it can be helpful to soften and <clears throat> connect with in the body. It could be the palms of the hands feeling the openness there. We're not grabbing after things right now, just a soft, spacious opening in the palms, the soles of the feet. And just noticing the ease of bringing attention to these different places. It's the lightest encouragement and the attention can open to that part of experience in different places of the body Allowing the experiences in the body to be known. And we normally relate to the body as something that we are. There's a lot of concept in that. And in awareness, we begin to sense how the experience of the body being embodied is an experience that we can be aware of. Sensations being known, vibrations, heat or coolness, tingling.
just as the earth, the entire globe, this planet filled with different types of surfaces and elements, water and wind, hardness, coolness. The body also can be explored, allowing all the various forms, places of contraction, hurting, softness, smoothness, just exploring the whole range of the body. The whole body belongs just as it is. So taking some time to notice whatever is here and present in the body. Or for you also, if the mind is familiar, opening to the nature of the mind, different emotions, states of mind. So again, the reminder that we can receive, relaxing, allowing, receiving experiences. And this applies to anything really that's being known. So It's natural as the mind begins to maybe settle a little bit, might notice uh, different movements, energies, both in the body, some bodily formations, meaning the different uh, things that are felt in the body. Start to feel maybe places that are contracted that are restless, uncomfortable, or maybe comfortable, spacious. And so these formations are always happening. And now we can feel them maybe a little bit more clearly. And the same with the mind and the mental formations. So this is where we maybe start to hear our own confusion or doubt more clearly, uh, our own habits that we get stuck into, the stories, the things we tend to think about. So those grooves are well known and established by the mind. And so very natural that they continue to happen. 
And awareness isn't affected. I mean, we do get drawn into these things, but awareness itself simply has a capacity to know what's happening. And so if you know something about the present moment, that's, that's enough. That's the development of awareness, the cultivation. The body is being known, or you know that you're on a day-long retreat. You know where your hands are. There may be some concepts in that, and we can also incline the mind to a more direct knowing, so feeling the actual uh, sensations of the hands. Or if the mind is thinking, rather than being in the story, the meaning, we can be aware that the mind is thinking, thinking something familiar, a familiar story. But awareness allows us to connect with what is unfolding in this mind and body moment to moment. We don't really need to do anything about it at this at this time. Just trusting a sense of knowing moment by moment. Our practice in the Dhamma is a movement or we are inclining the mind to know things as they are. This wonderful phrase, yata bhuta, to know things as they are or as they have come to be. And remembering this, This can be a a reminder that whatever is happening, right, that is the nature of this moment. So whatever emotion may be bubbling in the heart, whatever is being experienced in the mind or the body, and by attending to what's here, right? we begin to see the nature of experience. We drop beneath the assumptions we might have and we can touch into the sense of phenomenon are changing. Whatever is being known is changing. It doesn't last very long. It's also not solid. 
this takes some time to begin to understand or to experience at first, and yet uh, anything, even a solid ache or pain, a sensation, when you stay with it and you allow the awareness to settle with that experience, you can feel there's no solid core. There's nothing permanent and solid inside of any, any experience, even a difficult emotion also. It's just uh, something that can be felt and we identify with it and then want it to get, get out or get, get away from it. But awareness itself can actually stay, simply knows. So allowing things to be as they are. So you'll hear the sound of a bell in a few moments. Rather than having a bell mark or be a sign of stopping, it might, uh, hearing that bell might actually help you to sense a, a letting go of any extra trying, so the sitting coming to an end. It's a reminder that you can relax and yet uh, an invitation to continue staying at home aware. Thank you for, for being here and for your commitment. Okay. To join Alexis's online offerings, including regular day-long retreats, go to alexisantos.io. Retreats are freely offered.